Okay, so thanks, Laura, for letting us stay in your house this it's morning. A because it's been really funny because I've been thinking about doing these podcasts for a little while and it's been a bit of a kind of secret project of mine, so I didn't know <laughs> if it was going to be any good or not. And I shared it with Dave Leverson, he said it was a good idea, but I kept, he kept it quiet. I think, or at least I think he has. And then uh, I thought, right, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? And I thought, who can I talk to? And I thought, who would be good? And I thought, I'm going to give you a... So I sent you a little message, and we said, oh, I've got this project, would you like to, would you like to come and talk to me about... and talk, have a chat about um, about running, because I'm getting really into my running at the minute. And you said, yeah, so... And here we are, we've just been on the long run this morning, haven't we? We have, uh, yeah. And we're back at your house, which is nice and quiet. And no one knows we're talking about it, but anyway, I feel really tired, actually, after this morning's run. We... Uh, it was good though, wasn't it? it? It was a really good run, and it, it's nice to do a Sunday social long run, but this week I really struggled. It was 10 miles after having done quite a few things yeah. weekend, and it was a, it felt like a struggle, but the club really kept me going. I haven't. I don't know why it was so hard for me, because I haven't run since Wednesday, uh, <laughs> the Wednesday session, although that was quite a tough session. Um, we were doing intervals on Wednesday, uh, which, was, which was good, but I was... I was still tired and I didn't do park run yesterday because all cross country. Um, so I had, a, I know, I know, I know. I was going to do it, but um, I had things on at home, as you know, and, uh, and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't get out of stuff. You know how it is when life takes over. Yeah. You want to do running, but you can't because you've got other responsibilities, and that just so happened to be yesterday. So, and I'll tell you why um, I was a bit cross about that because I wanted to go and see David Levison as well down at Twitter. And uh, I sent him a message in the week saying I'll come to it. And I couldn't be in two places at once. But I did want to support David, so I know he had a good day. And I chatted to Matthew yeah. this morning. And I think he really appreciated everyone getting down there. David made an amazing comeback yesterday. He did. You know, for he anyone who timing. doesn't know David Leveson, he's, yeah. he's just come back from a, a really bad injury. He broke his neck um, just a few months ago. And he's made an amazing comeback. Yeah. And he, he came back to do Critter Park Run yesterday, um, which was the last place he ran before he had his injury. And um, Abby and I, Abby being another member of the club, thought we would just trot around with David for a nice, leisurely little park run. And for most of it, it was like that until we got about half a mile towards the end and David decided he would just put a kick in and he started running really, You're really kidding. fast. You're and kidding. Abby and I just could not keep up with him. I was, uh, I was panting. It was dreadful. I've got a real fanny, right, because I sent him a message in the week saying, I can't make it, but I hope you have a good day and just take it, take it steady. No need to rush. No need to push anything. Yeah, because you're just worried, aren't you? Yeah. You know, he was, he was, it was such a bad accident. And, um, he was in great form. He really was. But, you know, I also missed out because um, because he's so unfit coming back. <laughs> right, that is your chance to beat David yes. Levinson. If you want to beat David Levinson at 5K, <laughs> now is your chance because he's not fit. <laughs> you know, so you want to get down there and get, it, get on it. But, uh, no, it was Top good. Tip. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. So... So today, but today was good though. So the for those who aren't too clued up on what the Long Runners Group is, we meet on a on a Sunday, and the clues in the name really. If you want to put a few more miles in, then you get on a Monday or Wednesday session, which is typically probably four or five miles is probably the most you would run, isn't it, on a, on a Monday or Wednesday? If you're interested in extending your range and and and, 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 and running further then the Long Runners Group is a good way to kind of do that really. It gets you out of bed on a Sunday morning 
um, and running as a group, when you said in you running as a group, you kind of you, know, you run with the group. They just they just kind of drag you along, and you Absolutely. end up running more miles than you think you would. And yeah, you, there's no way I would have done ten yeah. miles today without. Yeah, work. no, it's it's tough. I don't think I would have. I mean, we did five out, didn't we? Going out yeah. via the um, oh, I've got the name of that pub. What's the name of that pub? Yeah. Um, the diamond. Yeah, the diamond. Yeah, so we ran out by the back of the diamond along the golf course out towards Dinnington. Which is a lovely route, actually, oh, isn't it? It's all, it's all on, um, mostly on, it's off-road, isn't it? Yeah. Um, lovely paths, lovely running between fields. It's, it, was, it was brilliant to run. It was great, it? and we had a real mix of people who had done um, parkrun and cross-country yesterday. Some people who were training for marathons, so they'd already done ten, I ten miles yeah. beforehand. Um, so they were really struggling, and everybody just kind of kept each other going. Yeah. It was really nice. But yeah, because the that's the other thing about uh, the long runs. If you are, um, and, and the benefit of the group thing is, I mean, I I've done this as well. Probably you have. If you've done some marathons, and you, the long run is, it's not there to run a marathon. We're not going to do 26 miles on a long run, and we're not going to do 20 on a long run. We're probably only going to do 10 to 13 at the tops. Maximum. Yeah, maximum. So if you are running and training for a marathon, then. You can do what Paula Mib did this morning, what I've done before, which is to come out, obviously you've got to come out early on your own and yeah. run those extra 10 or whatever it is that you want to do. But then when you, and then and then time it, so you, you finish your pre-run, as it were, at nine o'clock at the leisure centre to meet the group that is then going out for yeah. another eight or nine or 10. Um, and that is a great way to prepare for a marathon because it's the second 10 that's hard. <laughs> and is. if the group's going to, drag you along then that really helps you get that second lot of 10 miles in um, which is it's helped me when I was when I was training for marathon oh, yeah. um, no I, was, I was getting up at crazy o'clock getting getting up on a Sunday morning but I knew that once I'd met the group I'd put 10 in the danger is that the group's like got fresh legs and you're, yeah. like, <laughs> you're like really struggling yeah I mean I think Paul and Miff were sort of suffering a little bit today weren't they, they were, helped yeah. them, you know, but then but then also, if you're not doing that and you and you want to push on that, like to be honest, I did a bit today following Tim. I mean, yes, I would Tim never have run at that pace. Tim is such a good runner. Yeah. I mean, he he's just he just plays with people really. He I does. Was, you know, I was yeah, the first five when I was going out with Tim, I thought, oh no, I'm with Tim. And I'm getting like all this stuff goes through. I'm thinking, why am I running with Tim? Right, because he's such a good runner and I'm nowhere near as good as him and I, but I'm there I'm on his I'm on his heels and I'm thinking I can't drop off now because it's going to look like really bad and we were ahead of you lot and I didn't want you lot to catch me and so I'm thinking I'm just going to stay with Tim until at least we get to halfway but now I felt actually quite good I felt good um, did really well today it's just coming back I felt it a bit on the way back and yeah. dropped off and that's when Tim just like kicked on and you realise what how good he is you know yeah so um, good. I don't know what his marathon times are or half marathon I'm not sure actually, um, but the, that's the joy of kind of having a group like that on a Sunday long run because you've got all different abilities, you've got some amazing runners, you've got people who are just coming into running and what what happens is that the people who are just coming into running quite often feel like, oh I'm going to be holding the group up, but that's not true at all because the people who are running really fast just loop back yeah. and that gives them a chance to get some extra miles yeah. in. Yeah, it does. I mean, they don't mind looping yeah. back because of that, because they get extra miles in. Exactly. Um, and also, you know, they want to run. They want to. They want to loop back because yeah, it's nice. It's a nice feeling when you are at the back. Because I've been at the back. Yeah. 
those times. Oh, yeah, okay. and then people come back and pick you up. It, it, uh, no one says anything, but it just makes you feel kind of nice, doesn't it? Yeah. That people are actually considering that and, and coming back. Exactly. I remember when I first joined Pontinimus, that was one of the main things that I really liked about the sessions during the week when I was like not a very good runner at all. I'm not that good now, but I was even worse then. But I was always at the back. But it was always good to see Chris or someone at yeah. the front who would just like, and all, and then once the first person loops back, everyone loops back, yeah. and that was really nice. But um, no, it's a good run today, wasn't it? It was, it was fun. It was great. It was Perfect conditions for it. The sun was shining. It was early autumn kind of there atmosphere. A, there was a bit of a breeze on the way back there, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, a bit of a headwind. Yeah, no wonder it's going out quite quick. <laughs> it's coming back. Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice it on the way out so much. So, so that was today. Yep. Um, and that's every Sunday, if you're interested, 9 o'clock, Veg Centre. So what, what have you been up to? I've not seen you for that, that much, really. Um, what, what have you been up to? Well, so my big target this year has been um, the Great North Run. Oh, okay. So I've been trying to focus on shorter runs, and I say shorter for a half marathon, only because I've, I've spent the last three years trying to do marathons and yeah. trying and failing for the last few. Yeah. Um, so I thought this year I'm just going to focus on the Great North Run. Right. And it was my ninth Great North Run this year. Oh, well trying to make it to ten. Yeah. Um, and the reason I've, I've done so many Great North Runs is because that is the reason that I've actually got into running. Right. Um, so my grandma used to live on the Great North Run route. Oh, okay. And she would take us out to go and watch the runners when oh, nice. we were younger. Yeah. And I always thought, I'm going to be one of those runners <laughs> one day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I got into my teenage years and yeah. got a bit lazy and, yeah. and then all of a sudden I thought, no, I'm going to do the Great North Run. Yeah. So I signed up to do it. Um, but during the time that it happened, um, between being younger and going, my, my grandma had passed away and um, had had Alzheimer's. Yeah. So I thought, I'm going to do it and I'm going to raise some money for Alzheimer's oh, okay. Society. So I did that and raised quite a bit of money. Yeah. was really sort of emotional about it, yeah. didn't know if I was going to be able to run that far at all, because yeah. I'd never done it, yeah. and then as I turned the corner, which was about halfway to where my grandma used to live and used yeah. to take us along, I just I just got really, really emotional, oh, and then the Alzheimer's Society bus was there, they saw me in my Alzheimer's Society top, and yeah. they just all went crazy, you know, just, oh, nice. I was just crying yeah, all the yeah. way along yeah. to the end, yeah. and uh, then my whole family were there kind of yeah. celebrating and it was just yeah. such an amazing day. I got the biggest buzz ever, yeah. big, biggest buzz ever and I just never stopped running since, yeah. which is the reason why yeah. I keep doing great off So what, what, what year did you run your first North Um, Nine years ago, it's oh, 2018 right. now, so okay. oh, I what a year that was. For ages. <laughs> no, no. I got into it really late in life, I, I didn't stop running until I was about 40. Really? Yeah. So what, yeah. what got you into it? Uh, I, uh, I don't know. My, uh, well, Amanda's um, uh, brother-in-law used to do running, and he used to do the North Run. And uh, I had this kind of thought, and I think because at the time I was running the North Run with him, we used to do it together. And um, but obviously prior to that, I did a few. I thought about doing it, and I thought well, I need to train. And I, I did a few. I did the Sunshine Fun fun run down on the quayside they do like a 5k in the summer they do a 5k oh, wow. that's that was my first kind of proper kind of 5k kind of thing and then 
um, I just kind of steadily built up. I was living out at, in the country at the time, uh, outside of Pontine, and, and I just started running in the country lanes and gradually building up. Um, and then, I don't know, I just, I just did, I didn't do anything until, four, until I was 40, and that's when we did the first uh, North Runs together. And then, but uh, my times were like 2.20 or something to, you know, I was wasted at the end. But yeah. um, actually, my my times only started coming down when I joined the club, uh, yeah, which was about six, seven years ago maybe. And I used to go to all the sessions. I used to go to Monday, Wednesday, and uh, I don't know if they still do it. I should know, shouldn't I? The <laughs> social, club, club social, they call it on a Friday night. I used to oh, go to yes, that as well with yeah. Chris and... At the time, there weren't actually that many people in the club, so you knew everybody. But it was took about six weeks, maybe a couple of months, of going to the club sessions every every week. Um, I wasn't doing park runs at this, at this point, so and I wasn't really doing many races. That's all I was doing, and my fitness really improved. And then my North Run time, the first North Run I did, having joined the club, was sub two hours, which was oh, like wow, amazing. Because before that, it was like two. I was getting close, to be fair, I was getting closer, I was getting like 202 or something like that, but then when I joined the club it was like 150 something, it was dramatic. Amazing. Yeah, it was, never, it was a dramatic difference, and then, um, well I've never looked back, you know, it's I've done all sorts since joining the club. Oh yeah, you get a real, yeah. a real... Well, it's thanks to the club that this year I managed to get a personal best for the Great North Runs. So when I first did mine, I got 150, um, yeah. that was nine years ago, right. and slowly I've been chipping away at yeah. it, and I really, really, really wanted to get sub one hour 40, because yeah. that was my, my new personal <coughs> best. Um, so Paul O'Neill, who's one of the super speedy guys, and John McGargill, also one of the super speedy guys, them? <laughs> yeah, had decided helps. they were going to pace us round at 1.35, and I thought, great, I'll do that. Such a hot day. Is that what they did this year? Yeah. For you? Oh, right, okay, I didn't yeah. realise. So there was quite a group of us. I didn't do it this year, so I haven't really been in the kind of GMR ah, okay. kind of scene. Well, yeah. there, there, was, there was a group of about four or five of us yeah. all going for 135 together, and obviously oh, right. for John and Paul, that was just a, a yeah. walk in the park. Yeah, yeah. But they were pacing us along really nicely. But the heat just really got to me. I was struggling to keep up, so at about four and a half miles, I just I dropped back. And I started to run my own race at yeah. that point. But I still thought, I can, I can maybe do this. Yeah. And then I could see that I was going to come in just under 140. And I, I got in for one, yeah. 138 and I was over the moon, yeah. despite the heat and everything. And when I got to the end, lo and behold, there was Mo Farah, stood at the Wait end. And well, I thought he was waiting for me, but apparently he wasn't. Been. What takes so long? <laughs> He was waiting for his wife who was coming in at about uh, the same time. Oh, because she ran that sort of similar time, didn't she? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, Mo, yeah. Mo. And he was just looking at me thinking, who is this crazy person? Yeah, I bet he gets that quite a lot, actually. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. It was such a good day. And yeah. The weather was amazing. How did you feel, though, when you finished? Were you, like, really wasted, or did you feel quite um, good? Do you know what I mean? I just, I think I was just buzzing because... Yeah. I knew I'd got a time. PB, yeah. I'd just seen Mo <laughs> and I could see some of them, the other runners just at the other side of the finish line, yeah. and so I just ran straight yeah. over to them yeah. and was like, oh, how did you do, how did you do? Yeah. And everybody who was out there to get a PB got one, and some people were a bit disappointed because yeah. the heat had got to them, but yeah. 
the so heat, well. The heat can be amazing, the sapping and energy. Yeah. It's really, obviously you have to be careful as well, but it's amazing. Um, it, can it can ruin a race for you. It can. I mean, I've stood on that central motorway before waiting there for an hour, and you know, when the sun comes out and there's no cloud and it gets hot, and you know that you just, you're getting tired and just waiting for the race to start, and, yeah. and, and you're thinking, it's only going to get worse, you know. <clears throat> I'm not going to get a PB, or <clears throat> it's like you start to realize it can jeopardize like some of your targets that you've set, and it's, it's a shame, isn't it? A lot oh, kind of hangs really on the weather because yeah, you put all that effort in. Well, I've just come back from Copenhagen, as you know. Oh, which so was how really did good. that go? That, well, I did a half marathon over there, and it was fantastic, but again, it was sunny. I mean, was I was it? watching the weather all weekend, I was watching the weather forecast, thinking it's going to rain, it's going to rain. It's going to be this, red, this um, storm that had hit America that was coming over, and I was worried oh, that it was no. going to rain. But actually, it was, um, as it turned out, I opened the curtains at the place where I was staying in the morning and saw nothing but blue sky. Oh, and I yeah. thought, oh crap, it's going to be like really hot. But <laughs> that's not what I want, you know. But actually, it was quite cool, and it was like, it was okay um, weather-wise. It was, I mean, it got warm, but it, it was also cloudy as well, so it wasn't like it was hot the whole race. Right. Um, but no, it's really good. I recommend it for a half. I mean, it's not that easy to get to, but it's Is not it in that the cheap. Of yeah, yeah, it's right in. You do a lot of a lot of um, <clears throat> you, you you run through these really wide streets that are long, um, which means you can get well for the faster faster ones they can get going. Right. And you know, it's got long streets with a few corners, and then that's why they think it's quite a fast course because it's flat. Oh, nice. And, and there aren't lots of corners to go around to slow you down. So, and you run right through the centre of Copenhagen, so you see all the sites, oh, or most of them. And the support's really good as well, you know. Um, and they shut a lot of the streets, remain closed for the day. Oh, and all the families come out, and there's lots of stuff happening in the afternoon after the race as well. That sounds like so a really yeah, good one. That's somewhere I'd love to go to anyway. Yeah. Then to see it through running. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, so how did you get there? Did you get the ferry or was it oh, light God, no, or boat? No, no, I don't. I don't go on boats. <laughs> Being boats, we don't get on. Um, so no, I, I drove up to Edinburgh and got the um, Edinburgh Copenhagen flight in the afternoon ah, okay. on Friday. I took the Friday off. Um, flew out Friday afternoon and then. Um, so I was there Friday night, uh, Saturday morning and I got up and did the park run. Nice. Yeah, which was really good, um, really flat, um, very friendly. So did the park run and then the park run is uh, right really, uh, the race starts uh, where the park run is, it's in the same park. So I managed to orientate myself, I knew, and so I knew for Sunday where to go and everything. Yeah. And the expo was, was um, went to the expo. Uh, after park one on the, on the Saturday morning because it was just around the corner. Quite a nice so yeah, so I met an Aussie guy and we we were both doing the the uh, half marathon the next day. So we went around the expo together and got our shirts and our bibs and all that kind of stuff and just looked at all the gear and didn't buy. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was too expensive. Um, so so yeah, it was good. Yeah, so from a kind of park run expo and a bit, but then you got the afternoon free then to do a little bit of sightseeing and then. Um, and I kind of rested my legs really and had a nap and just kind of was thinking about the race because I really wanted to do a good time. And, yeah. uh, and you know, coming back from knee injury from, from 
years ago, really. Yeah. I haven't really done anything since 2015 when I did the Amsterdam Marathon. Yeah. My, my knee blew up there, so I haven't really done... I've only done, prior to that, one half marathon before Copenhagen and oh, since wow. 2015, you know. So I was on a bit of a mission, really, just to kind of... I just wanted to take myself away and just, and just run and see how I would do and whether I still got it or not you know because I've been feeling a lot better yeah uh, I've been running you've been running I think, really yeah, well yeah I think I've been pretty pretty well this season so far for me um, so I just wanted to go away and just run yeah, just kind of what a nice way yeah, to do yeah it was it. good it was good um, and I started the race quite well I was uh, there's, um, I don't know my target was really to do sub, sub two as an absolute minimum but I knew yeah. I would probably do that Sub 150 um, was really what I wanted to do, and I, was, I started off. And after about three or four k, I was doing the maths, and I knew that I, to do a sub 145 meant I had to do a kilometre every mile, um, right. every five minutes. So if you were doing a kilometre every five minutes, then you would do a sub 145 half marathon. And after about uh, three or four kilometres, I was like two or three minutes ahead of that. So I thought, right, all I need to do is keep this pace and I'm going to do a sub 145 which would be like Dreamland um, and I managed so every kilometre I was checking my watch to making making sure I was two or three minutes under where I needed to be and I was but I did start to fade after about after about 15k I was I was starting to feel it and that's because I hadn't done enough long runs I hadn't done enough on the Sunday runs and I, and I remember thinking to myself I'm fading and I know the reason why, it's because I haven't done enough long runs. Um, yeah, it really. does make a big difference. So, uh, but I just managed to keep it going and I was getting a bit warm and I got really thirsty actually and I couldn't quench my thirst either. Um, but staggered over the line at uh, 146.55. So, yeah, I was, I was pleased. I was a bit kind of miffed as well because I got over the line and the first thought I had was, I could have done 145. Oh. You know, I could have done yeah. it. Oh, there's nothing worse you know, than having yeah. that regret. And, uh, yeah. But then I then I walked back to uh, the apartment where I was staying and I, and I kind of stopped at a coffee shop and had something, just having something to drink and I thought, you know what, it's not too bad. It's you know, it's nothing, you know, 146 is still it's pretty respectable time. Yeah. So I was pleased with that, really. Um, so, so, yeah. Uh, and then I came home and I had a really long trip home as well but that's another story because <laughs> uh, the flights are rubbish coming back so oh, I got to Edinburgh okay. at midnight and got home at 2am so I was really tired oh. uh, it took me a few days to recover but it was really good and I recommend I recommend it and I know some of the boys are going over there for the Ironman next year oh really? So, yeah well Dave Levison uh, oh, not sure I think it might be October time I think right. but Dave Levison's going with Elliot yeah. Or Elliot's going to be Dave Levison, but uh, the, two are, the, two, you know, the two of them are doing it. It's Elliot's first Ironman. Um, oh. I found out this week when I was texting him around a bit of a chat. That's amazing. I didn't even know he was doing it. Elliot's come on leaps and bounds. He's amazing, yeah. We'll get him in for a podcast. But um, yeah, so they're going to have said to him, Are you going to really enjoy Copenhagen? Um, and obviously, it's a, it's a marathon, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So it'd be a tough one. Wow. Um, but the marina looks really nice if it's open water swimming, and so. Maybe so I'll they, cheer them on. 
any excuse, <laughs> any excuse to go to Copenhagen is a good one. Right, okay, so next up, we want to talk about cross-country, though, don't we? Because yeah. you did cross-country yesterday, yes. didn't you, and I didn't do it, so start how was it? Start of the season yesterday, yeah. and what a start it was. It was amazing. It was, yeah. The weather was absolutely perfect. Yeah. Um, there was a really good turnout from all clubs, including ours. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've registered something like 33 men and 30 women this okay. season. And... A good chunk of them turned up yesterday, not everybody could, um, but the weather was beautiful, the sun was shining, it wasn't too hot, yeah. it was a bit of a breeze, yeah. I must admit, yeah. which I, I have to face coming up some of those hills, which yeah. was very nice, yeah. um, but it, it was just great, there was a great atmosphere, loads of clubs there, yeah. um, and we all had a really good time. Yeah. So. What time did the ladies' race start? The ladies' race start started at 12.50, which is a change to previous years. We normally kick off at about 1.15, so they brought so them forward early. about 25 minutes. Are they going to do that for all the races? Yeah. I think that makes it a bit more of a kind of... It fits in with people's day, doesn't it? Because yeah. it's difficult juggling childcare and exactly. like a lot of these parents it, kind of have yeah. to manage. It means it's a long you're day getting out, back a bit earlier, you're getting back before it gets dark, well, yeah. for the earlier fixtures anyway. Yeah. Um, and then the men's race kicked off at 1.50, so like an hour behind the women. Um, and we actually got off on time, which is right. <laughs> quite unheard of. Yeah. They were very, very efficient yesterday. Okay. Um, and the course was, it's one of the nicer courses, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So Reckington, for anyone who's not been, it's at the top of a hill in um, Gateshead. It's in Gateshead by the uh, hospital, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. near the Kiwi Hospital, yeah. um, right at the top of that hill. But there are yet more hills on top of the hill, <laughs> yeah. which you do go over. Yeah. But one hill in particular, which you go over probably four times for the women, because the women do two laps of two miles, and yeah. then six times for the men, because they do three yeah. laps of yeah. two miles, minute, yeah. <laughs> which is the only time <laughs> that I'm in favour of not quality. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the, the women always run before the men, um, which is great, because we get first dibs on the cake and the coffee, and yeah. we can just stand by the sidelines We just get cheer. the scraps out there. <laughs> yes. Just the crumbs, isn't it? The crumbs. Um, it's always a good idea to, to get there a good half an hour before your race kicks off. So yeah. most of the women had turned up for about, actually earlier than that, probably about 12 o'clock when we all got there. We helped put the tent up right. and got the numbers sorted with it being the first fixture. Oh yeah, because you've got to have your number and your club vest. Yes. You? You've, got, you've got to have a vest. You've got otherwise, to have a vest. Otherwise you can't run, yeah. can you? No. And you've got to have the, the number that you get for the first race that you do in the season. Hang on to it, because I know people who've thrown it away yeah. and not realised they need season. it again. Yeah. 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 Um, so we got everybody sorted, everybody lined up, and we had a few people there who'd never done cross-country before. Oh, right, so that's good. that was quite nice for yeah. them to experience how did they? It. How did they get on? They really enjoyed it. Oh, they, they came out of it buzzing. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do, don't you? So there was no trauma, and I know yeah. quite a lot of people who I talk to about doing cross country say, "Oh, I don't want to do that because I did it when I was at school and it was horrible." Yeah. And that was my first experience of it as yeah, well. It's my the same. <laughs> but yeah. it's everyone who did it said that was nothing like when I was at school. Yeah. That was brilliant. I had a great yeah. time. Yeah, I remember having flashbacks when I did my first cross country when I first joined the club, as I mentioned some years ago. John Parkin got me along, <laughs> press gang me 
No, John. Yeah. The best game we need to do in cross country. We did the Sherman Cup, which is it's not part of the Harrier League, is it? But it's no. a it's a it's a cross country meet, isn't it? It is. And I went to oh, I don't know what I was doing. I drove to this farm in Tanfield somewhere, oh, in the middle of nowhere. Yes, I don't know if you've one. been out there. Yes. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> and I was getting lost and I was panicking because I couldn't find the place and I didn't want to miss it. Uh, anyway, I found it and um, got my number and everything, or whatever it was, and started running around this field, right, for the men's race. And I just had these flashbacks to school days, thinking, what am I doing? <laughs> um, like, what you I must have been 50 at the time, no, it's late 40s, and I'm sitting there, running around this field, full of men. <laughs> uh, the, the last time I did anything like this, I was probably 13. And I had these flashbacks, thinking, what am I doing? Um, but... But yeah, you get into it actually, don't you? You do, you yeah. do. The more you do, the more you kind of get into it, and the courses aren't that long, so it's not no, like you're not. doing. It's not even well for the men's races. It's probably not even more than six miles, is it? Exactly. It's, it's, and often it's it's a lot less than that. Yeah. Often. I mean, yesterday I say it was two laps of two miles. It was yeah. slightly less because I only did about three point eight miles in total. Yeah. So it's a bit, a bit less than that. Yeah. And it really is a mixed ability thing. You've got. You've got 70-year-olds who are just jogging you around. Do, yeah. You've got people who've never run a race before. You've then yeah. sometimes got Team GB athletes like Laura Waitman turning up. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think it was AP Heads last year, uh, Steve Cramser, wasn't he? Yeah. With, uh, with one of his prod- prodigies. Yeah. I didn't see him running anything. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, this two-lap, three-lap um, thing. For the ladies, and I well, always I'm think about that. On, my, on the third lap, I'm always thinking about the injustice of that. <laughs> but then it's not really, it's not really, is it? But I do think, oh, you know, God, it would be nice not to do a third lap, but yeah. you have to push yourself through it, don't you? And actually, I think it was eight years last year, I saw an older gentleman running with the ladies, and I couldn't figure out why this older gentleman was running with the ladies, right? Because he's got something that I don't know about, which is that he's got a way of running two laps and not three. But it turns out, I think, that if you are over 70 or something... 65. Is it 65? Yeah. All right. Yeah. McMeany. Yeah, I know. He's, he's waiting for the day <laughs> yeah. to join. Well, we had this chat, because we were talking about it, and we were having this chat and saying, well, yeah, but if you were over 65, would you? Uh, would you <laughs> yeah. kind of do that? You know, and, or not, but I think if I was over 65 and still able to run cross country, then I probably would. Yeah. Because I just it's a way of enjoying oh, it. There's, there's no shame in it. No, at no, all. no, 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 not at all. Running three laps, any excuse to go down to two would be great. <laughs> so the next cross country is um, next Sunday, isn't it? Yes. Druid, Druid, uh, but Druid, which is quite it's a nice course October, actually. Yeah. It's starts it's near beautiful. the part run, isn't it? But it's beyond it, isn't it? It's a yeah. longer loop. And Just it's, behind where the lake is. Yeah, it's nice. And then, so if you are interested, get in touch by um, the website or you can just email secretary at pontinarunners.org.uk and we'll take care of it all from there if you haven't um, signed up. Um, it is good fun. Um, it's not horrible like it was at school. <laughs> it's not, I promise. Uh, and in fact, looking at the weather yesterday, you wouldn't... That's like a trail run, isn't it? Was it was like a festival. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. Um, and the events coming up, um, so Druidge Bay on the 7th of October, these are all on the website, so don't worry. Uh, and then and then there's a, a break for, for three weeks or so until Gosford Park um, on the Saturday, and then it's Akeley Heads. So there's a few few more before Christmas, and then there are um, some more in the new year, which we'll you know, 
Thorny Hall and I finishing with Panic which is lovely oh, up at yeah. Castle Grounds isn't it? It's a great way it's to finish favorite. the season. It is, yeah. There's usually a abundance of cake yes. on the last day. Did we there? mention that there's cake? There we is cake. How can we not mention cake because a lot of people only go for the cake. <laughs> Me included. Um, yeah, so there's always cake uh, but it doesn't happen on its own so people make cake yeah so we we tend to alternate between the men's team and the women's team baking so fortunately the men's team won a popular vote to be the first bakers so they baked for Reckington this weekend and they did a sterling job yeah, they sent them like all very high yeah <laughs> was it Matthew's carrot cake that won it or we something? had well Matthew did a gingerbread house a gingerbread um, Daniel did carrot cake. Oh, sorry, Daniel, yeah. We had Mick had done sausage rolls. Oh, Elliot wow. did this very popular Mars bar cake. And um, oh, Neil right, Ward, yeah. sadly, um, Asda? went to Asda and okay. bought some mince pies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. But, you know, <laughs> can't have it all. You can't have it um, all. <laughs> but yeah, there was some really, really Excellent. good stuff. First mince pies of the season. Yeah. So to finish up, then, Lo, what, what's because we've been chatting, it's been great. What's what's coming up? What what um, apart from the um, cross country that's coming that we just yeah. mentioned next week, um, Park Run Challenge as well yes. is coming up. We have got that coming up on the thirteenth of October. Yeah. Back up at Drew Ridge again, which yeah. is a lovely, lovely course for yeah. anyone who hasn't done that one. Um, and it all it all counts to an overall. Park Run League, which is just a bit of fun and a good way of getting people to do the shorter runs as a club. Um, so you, you get points for um, doing a personal best, so you're basically yeah. competing against yourself, it doesn't matter what your time is, so long as you're beating your own time, you're getting extra points. Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose, I suppose there may be some people who haven't actually done a Park Run, yeah. um, who haven't signed up, so just go on to the just, uh, search for Park Run, you, you need to sign up which is very, very simple. It literally takes a minute. And then you print your barcode and just bring your barcode. If you haven't done it before, um, then you are more than welcome to come along and join us. There'll be quite a group, I would think, up there. And there's a little tea shop there as well. So we'll have some tea and probably some cake. Um, or <laughs> something. running theme. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's coming up um, on the 13th, which is um, a week on Saturday. Start to lose the plot now. And then looking a little bit further ahead before we finish off is relays. Yes, the ever-popular relays. So again, I hadn't done relays since school. Uh, yeah. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> when it might have been John, it might have been John again when, when I signed up to my first relay. And, and I'm not making this up. And I, and, and I was completely serious when I asked John, um, you know, who's bringing the batons. <laughs> Oh dear! I know, I, I know, I know. It's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame now. But there may be people out there thinking, "Yeah, he brings the batons." <laughs> um, and all I can say is, don't worry about the batons. There is no batons. <laughs> you don't need to worry about dropping them. No. Because there aren't any to drop. No. You, you just run through pens, no. don't you? And yes. when you run, when you're um, you can't get it wrong. You can't. You, you, well wait, you wait in the pen. <laughs> what well, it is actually, because the marshals are like. Uh, very just to say they're very clean, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. They do their job very well. They do. They make sure you get to where you need to be. And you on don't. Time. Yes, and you don't go off too soon. Yeah. <laughs> they're, very, they're, they're, they're very strict. Um, so the 
Rio's are good fun. It's a really social thing, really, isn't it? Yeah, and you get to see different parts of the country. It's, it's a really short well. distance as well, so yeah. for anyone who's thinking, oh, I, I, I'm not sure I'm going to be up to doing the, the kinds of distances that parkrun are, the next relay is 1.6 miles. You can do that. So it's not even a park, it's half a parkrun, yeah. really, isn't it? Exactly. You know, so it's a great way of getting a bit of sprint work in. Absolutely. Um, muck in, join a team, you get put yep. into a team. Doesn't uh, matter how fast you are. It, it really does not. No. Um, it really, really does not. Um, it's all about having enthusiasm and wanting to run, really. Yeah. Um, and the club pays for it, so it's well, on us. It's on us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, that's great. Um, I think we better wrap it up, don't you? Because we, we I could talk all day about this. <laughs> we, we just, just so you folks know, we did try to plan and structure this recording, and we both independently came to the conclusion that 20 minutes would be about right yeah and i'm looking at the recording now and it's 36 minutes 23 <laughs> seconds so i hope we haven't bored you all uh we will learn lessons from this first one um if you have any suggestions of what you would uh, like to talk about or if you would like to participate yourself in a podcast it is not um something that we are just going to keep to ourselves everybody yeah. is welcome to uh, to come in and bring ideas and come and sit and have a chat um, you are more than welcome um, as long as it's interesting and fun and yep. I hope it has been today um, so until the next time we'll sign off and thanks very much for listening see you later bye bye